Hi, welcome to Audio Essays from My Closet. My name is Joseph, and yes, I am recording this episode from my closet. Not to brag, but I consider myself a little bit of a yard sale guru. Whenever people in my life tell me, oh hey, I'm thinking about having a yard sale, I instantly jump in and I'm super excited to give them all the tips and tricks I know. I mean, I think my the most I've ever made in a single yard sale was maybe like $400. I know it doesn't sound like much, you know, but surprisingly when you don't have amazing rare collectibles or antiques to sell, you, uh, you're not very likely to be making four digits. So, with something that's so prevalent in my life, I got curious about it. So, I did a little research, and what do you know? I decided to make an episode about it. So, if you're even considering for a brief second about having a yard sale, I definitely recommend listening to this episode sticking towards the end. So not only do I give a brief history of yard sales and how they kind of came to be, I also give some tips and tricks, you know, that I found while researching and that I have in my own personal life. So, here it is. A look into yard sales. Or whatever you like to call them. If you need some cash, there are a couple of ways you can get it. You can get a side job, ask for money from friends, volunteer for human testing, donate blood plasma, or if you're really creative, sell one of your kidneys on the black market. But for those of you who want to make money and not worry about the possible ramifications with the law or your body, I would suggest having a yard sale or garage sale or revenge sale, or tag sale, whatever you call them. For this essay, I'm going to call them yard sales. A yard sale is defined as an informal event for the sale of used goods by private individuals. There are usually two main reasons people have a yard sale. To get rid of some stuff, or to make some extra cash. Usually, it's a little bit of both there's a good chance that you've probably seen a yard sale once in your life. According to one statistic I found, there are 165,000 yard sales a week in the United States. I am not a stranger when it comes to yard sales. I have organized quite a few yard sales in my life, and they've all done pretty well. Yard sales have helped people around the country make extra money and clear out their homes. With something so prevalent in our lives, I started to wonder and think about them more. That is the point of this podcast, after all. It is a bit of a strange idea when you think about it. Leave your stuff in front of your house and ask strangers to take your things in exchange for money. It is a bit of a strange idea when you think about it. With that, let's look into the history of yard sales and see how they came to be what we know today. Let's start at the beginning. Where did the ideas of yard sales start? The idea of the first yard sale began in the early 1800s. 
Shipping yards began to sell unclaimed cargo and leftover warehouse items and called these events rummage sales. Eventually, these rummage sales were then moved into open spaces in their local communities as charity bazaars for churches later on in the 1800s. This is one aspect that modern yard sales still have today. Many groups will use yard sales as an opportunity to raise funds for various causes. The modern idea of the yard sales came about in the 1950s with the growth of suburban neighborhoods. People had larger yards and had their own garages to hold their own yard sales. Yard sales became more popular during the 70s and 90s. This is because consumer goods became more affordable and people could afford to buy more stuff, which in turn led to more people wanting to get rid of their stuff. We also began to see classified ads in newspapers and people began making cardboard signs to promote their yard sales. In the early 2000s, ads for yard sales began to appear on the internet. Nowadays, people can also find yard sales on websites and social media. While some people argue that the way yard sales are run haven't changed, the way people sell their things definitely has. In 1995, and please excuse me if I'm saying his name wrong, Pierre Bidayar found eBay, one of the most popular online retailers. Instead of a company selling their own items, eBay serves as an online marketplace that users can sell their own items. They can sell their items at a flat price or put them up for auction. Sites like Poshmark, a website that lets users sell their used clothing online, have also become popular. While where people have yard sales have changed, the idea is still the same. People want to sell things, and buyers are looking and haggling for the best possible price. Yard sales have become part of the American culture. The second Sunday in August is National Garage Sale Day. In August, the world's longest yard sale also happens. Known as the 127 Corridor Sale, People along Highway 127, which stretches from Michigan to Alabama, hold a long, continuous line of yard sales. The mechanics of how to have a yard sale is simple. First, you need to find things for sale. Then, you decide when you want to have your yard sale, and make a couple of signs and some online posts to Promote it. On the actual day of the art sale, place your items in front of your house and hope people come by to buy some of it. While this seems simple, there are a few important things to think about that will take an ordinary yard sale from okay, great. Before you begin making your first sign, you need to figure out what the point of your yard sale is. Are you trying to get rid of as much stuff as possible for your cross country move? Or are you trying to make as much money as possible? You've probably heard that setting a goal will ensure your success from a motivational speaker online or a self-help book. But setting a goal for a yard sale gives you an idea of how to price your goods and how willing you are to negotiate prices. You also need to think about when you are having your yard sale. Weekends are obviously the best time for yard sales. People are typically off from work and have time to look around. 
In my personal experience, I've had the most success having yard sales on the first Saturday of the month. You should also plan to start early. I've gotten up around 5 a.m. to get my yard sales ready, and I'm usually ready to start selling by 6. I usually close my yard sales around 3 p.m. in the afternoon. You also need to think about what you are selling. At yard sales, everything and anything can be for sale. Don't think you can only sell priceless antiques. People buy all kinds of things at yard sales. In my yard sales, I like to have a mix of big items, such as furniture, house decor, tables, and smaller things like movies, books, and toys. It's important to have a good mix. If you have only big things, you're not going to be able to sell anything to people just passing by. But if you don't have any big items, it's harder to attract people. I don't think you can only sell complete new looking items. You can even sell old worn items, like an old bench or even an old door. Some people consider themselves upcyclers, people that transform old pieces into newer and nicer pieces. Someone out there might want your old beat up step ladder and turn it into an art piece or into a rustic spice rack for their kitchen. After you've looked into every nook and cranny of your house to find things to sell, ask your friends and family if they have anything they would let you sell. They might have pieces of furniture they want to get rid of, or have a box of books and movies they've been meaning to get rid of. There are a couple things to keep in mind when it comes to figuring out what to sell. Don't limit what you sell based on what you like. You already know what you like. You already know what you like. And it's the things you're trying to get rid of. You also need to let go of your ownership of anything you're trying to sell. How much you value your things is totally different from how a potential buyer would. One last touch is to wipe everything down. Surprisingly, people are more likely to buy a bookshelf if it isn't dusty and covered in cobwebs. In order to have a successful yard sale, people need to know about it. One solid investment for your yard sale is signs. Bright colorful poster boards are great for grabbing attention and letting people know where your yard sale is. Be sure to make multiple signs and put them all around your neighborhood and near any major intersections or streets. Make sure people are able to find your yard sale by putting arrows or your address. If you have a large collection of things to sell, like books or furniture, put it on your sign. You can put huge book sale or bookshelves for sale and more. This will give people an idea of what you're selling and can attract more niche buyers, like book collectors. Signs are very effective marketing tools for yard sales, but don't forget about the internet. You can also post your yard sale on social media or sites like Craigslist. Be sure to include photos of your items as well. An important thing to think about in your yard sales is pricing. The point of a yard sale is to make some money, and the only way to do that is to sell your things at a price. The idea of pricing can be intimidating to a lot of people. They're not sure if they should price every single little thing or just let the customers decide the price. I personally recommend a hybrid approach. For bigger items, like furniture, put a price sticker or a sign on them. 
but be willing to haggle the price down for potential customers. For smaller items, like clothing, collectibles, or books, you can create a master price list. For example, you could price all shirts as $3 and pants as $5. You can also bundle items together. During one of my last yard sales, I had a large collection of movies and stuff. I sold each one individually at a dollar, but I sold five of them for $4. When setting your prices, you have to realize that you are not going to be able to make back what you originally paid for. As of any business venture, you need supplies. You will need cash to make change. I personally recommend having $100 in change. And be sure to have at least one roll of quarters in it. I also highly recommend that you keep your cash in either a deposit bag or in a body bag, like a fanny pack. While it may not be the most fashionable, it is much safer for you to keep your cash on you at all times than in a cash box by itself. Finding some tables that you can use to display merchandise is also helpful. After you have your sale, you're probably going to have some leftover items. If you're not sure what to do with your leftover items, don't throw them away. Look into places where you can donate your items. Even though you weren't able to sell your leftover items, you can still write them off as a donation for a tax write-off. Which means you can still make some money from the items you didn't sell. Before I let you set off on your own yard sale adventure, keep in mind your mentality during your yard sale. You are going to be waking up early and working 8-10 to 10 hours. You're going to come across people who will be upset that the lamp you're selling does not come with a light bulb, which is something that has happened to me. People may make some rude comments about some of your old favorite possessions. You're going to be tired, cold, then hot, thirsty, hungry, and frankly annoyed. But I promise that the work will be worth the time and effort. Despite the amount of work that goes into it, people still have yard sales all around the country. I think one of the appeals of a yard sale is the idea of letting our inner entrepreneur shine for a bit. I like to think we have a bit of an entrepreneur inside all of us. Our daily lives can make us feel like we have to repress the entrepreneur spirit in us. A yard sale gives us an opportunity to let the spirit out in a controlled environment. The planning and work that a yard sale requires is similar to what an entrepreneur does when they are starting their own business. Maybe unintentionally, we use yard sales to create a sense of power and control in our lives, if even for a day. If you need to make some extra cash, yard sales can be used as a way to take some control and not have to rely on others for money. Perhaps yard sales goes along with the idea of the American dream. Working hard for what we want and to make our lives better. While some people may use yard sales as a way to get rid of their stuff, they are still using it to take some control of their life in some way. Taking control of their home away from the stuff that doesn't make them happy. 
maybe we should live a little bit more like we're planning a yard sale every weekend in our lives. Doing what we need to do to make things happen and take control of our lives. Even if it's only for one afternoon. There you have it, a look into yard sales. As I was writing this episode, I didn't even initially think I was going to talk about the entrepreneur spirit inside all of us. I'm kind of surprised that I didn't think about that when I initially started writing this. When I've had yard sales in the past, I've used it to help my senior prom, used it to afford a nice massage while I was on a cruise with my family or even take some control in my life by getting rid of things that were reminders of someone I used to I guess I've always kind of been an entrepreneur and never really realized it. I mean, look at me now. You probably can't because I'm sitting in a closet right now, but bear with me. I love podcasts so much that I decided to throw my hat to the game. While this may be a tiny little podcast now, I plan on putting more work into this and seeing it grow. And much like the yard sales that I throw, I'm excited to see what happens. Thanks for listening. The best way to help this podcast is to leave a review. Best ways to help this podcast grow is to leave a review. Reviews will help get this podcast promoted and reach more people. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep thinking on, thinkers. Audio Essays from My Closet is recorded, written, and produced by me, Joseph. See you guys next time.